Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the Chief Executive of the Woodville West Times Football Club, Luke Powell, to chat specifically about finding a replacement for Michael Godden, Premiership Coach of 2011, who has of course moved on to be the Midfield Assistant Coach at the Adelaide Football Club, and Powell, uh, it's never an easy task to find a coach, let alone one to replace Godsey. No, it's not, Zach. Yeah, it's something our club's not uh, not used to. We've uh, obviously had uh, Godsey for nine years, and before that, we had Ron Fuller for nine years. So it's been uh, it's been a while between between coaches, but yeah, it's also an exciting time. And it certainly shows that the club, when you make the decision, you certainly nail nail it. So no pressure, mate. No, none at all. Yeah, so we're hoping that uh, yeah, it's obviously attracted a lot of candidates, and hopefully that stability is one of the things that. Uh, has been an attraction to him, but yeah, I think the pressure's definitely on. Yeah, um, specifically he thought would give you a call just to get a bit of an update as to how things are tracking. Obviously we know the applications closed uh, more than a week ago now. Um, where are you at? How many candidates did you initially have? Uh, so we had up to 19 applications. Um, I probably haven't included a couple of those that we got uh, got from uh, Spain and Italy. To obviously thought they were football coaching uh, in the soccer game, but um, no, it was a great response. We, we were wrapped, and uh, we we're hoping to get a broad a broad range of applicants, and we we definitely got that. So it's um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a matter of now of uh, slowly work work through those, and um, yeah, in the process now of just uh, getting through some interviews and organising some interviews. Yeah, terrific. So uh, I understand you've headed across the border to Melbourne to conduct a few interviews uh, today? Yeah, so I had three today, uh, and they've all yeah uh, left a good impression. So now it's yeah, we've left with the task of trying to filter the one through that we uh, we think that'll go on to the next stage. But um, what we can say is we've been yeah been very impressed with what we've what we've had so far, and it's going to be a tough decision either way. But yeah, we'll, what we do know is we're going to feel comfortable with if we have any one of these ones that have been over in Melbourne. Yeah, that be uh, would be in a great spot. But having said that we've yeah we've still got some ones to uh, two or three to get over in Adelaide as well that we're really looking forward to and um, so yeah that's going to be an interesting process. Tell us about the calibre of experience of some of the applicants we're sort of looking AFL assistant type standard or even like state league coach um, standard? Yeah, it's a bit of both, really. Mate. We've got uh, we've got some uh, state league coaches uh, that have put in for it, and uh, over um, from interstate, and also some that have had yeah, uh, a touch of uh, AFL uh, assistant experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, yeah, and but on the other side, over in South Australia, we've had some really good applicants that have been around Sample Footy for a long time, and also some that have um, had a broad range of you know Sample Footy, amateur footy, and um, obviously playing. playing experience as well so yeah it's uh, it's it's uh, a really really good uh, sign for our footy club that we're going to get someone that's going to really be able to uh, put the club in a great place for the next however many years and what about in terms of age profile we've seen um, the other sample uh, vacancy be filled by Nathan Grimer who of course uh, just 33 years of age and we saw Jared Wright who you're very familiar with down at Oval Avenue do a great job with South Adelaide in his first year he's only about 33 34 himself um, we've got any more young bucks coming through that are looking uh, having a crack pally 
Uh, yeah, we have. There's been there's been a really good response. We've had um, some of our stronger applicants have probably been a lot younger, and um, but, but we've, uh, you know it's been a broad range. Um, we've also had some you know, very good, experienced coaches put their hat in the ring as well. But um, yeah, I think it's a good sign for um, not just the sample, but just the whole industry that we've got younger coaches coaches now sort of starting to push through and. The, um, the impressive thing about it is they're all very, very well presented and yeah. uh, resourced and uh, their knowledge is, yeah, fantastic. Terrific. Uh, would they, a successful applicant be along the same lines as Godsey in being in a full-time capacity at the club? Uh, yeah, the role will be full-time, so I think yeah. that uh, we, we see that as the best fit for our footy club and I think uh, as most coaches in the sample now are uh, yeah. full-time, I think it's yeah, to, to give um, our playing group the best opportunity. I think that's the best way to go for the club. And it really helps you formulate that whole-of-club philosophy, which Godsey did so well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's that's imperative that we just try and keep that uh, keep those things rolling with the obviously a touch of however the new coach wants to uh, put things on uh, through his game plan and his style. But uh, yeah, very comfortable. And as you mentioned uh, initially, around the nineteen twenty applicants, what have you whittled it down to now in total? And who have you got on your selection panel at this stage in the selection process? Uh, yeah, so at the moment uh, we've probably whittled it down to about uh, seven or eight. Uh, we're still obviously there's a couple that we've still got to get in contact with to uh, organise some interviews with. We're going through that process at the moment, um, and yeah, coaching panel we've uh, obviously got our at the moment we've got our football director uh, David Cousiner and uh, uh, Daniel Thomas, who's um, obviously uh, of a more team, who's obviously a strong sponsor, a major sponsor of our football club, and um, a very prominent businessman in Adelaide and um, and also Mark McKenzie who's uh, Hawthorne's national recruiting manager so mm-hmm. uh, we feel at the moment uh, along with myself it's a, a good four member panel and yeah. once we get into the next stage of um, the final sort of two or three yep. uh, later in the week we'll probably try and uh, we'll, we'll add an extra couple of uh, panel members just to get a different view as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, looking potentially towards an announcement into the early part of next week, Pally? I think so, yeah. Look, we'll look at the moment, if we can, we're sort of aiming for over the weekend to sort of try and finalise a few things or maybe even early next week, depending on when we can get to some of the applicants yeah. that we're, um, yeah. we're going to be asking to interview. Uh, I think, yeah, it'll be around that mark. Yeah. Fantastic to have someone like Mark McKenzie on board um, because obviously he's got the, the great contacts in terms of the AFL side of it and at the cutting edge of the, the latest trends, etc. But he's also got that Woodville West Torrens feel about what would be a good fit for your club having been a club great um, with the Eagles. Yeah, definitely. I think from the culture aspect of our footy club, it's you know it's great to have Mark there, and for him, he's uh, he's been around the AFL system now for seven or eight years, and he knows what it takes, and he can um, he can just see from a different side of things, probably yeah. especially for the guys that have come in through out of that system or have been through the AFL system. Yeah. It's just yeah, little triggers that he he will see that we may not may not see or may not think about. So it's uh, yeah, he's been outstanding in. His, um, his assessment of some of the applicants, which has been yeah, fantastic for our footy club. Very handy to get that sort of viewpoint indeed. Um, just on away from the coaching side of things, Powley, uh, saw today uh, unfortunate news for Cam himself, Cam Sutcliffe from the Fremantle Dockers, delisted, but of 
course he's a, a Woodville West Torrens draftee um, and quite uh, good mates with a couple of players still running around. Um, ideally you'd like to, if he doesn't get a uh, another crack at AFL level through the delisted free agency delisted um, agency signing period, um, he might come back to Oval Avenue. Yeah, we we hope so, and uh, I think Cam's obviously always uh, shown a strong interest and desire that if he ever gets a chance, that he'd come back to the Eagles. But look, I think first and foremost, it's yeah, we're feeling a disappointment for Cameron Sutcliffe himself. It's you know he's had a good seven or eight, uh, probably well, maybe even a little bit longer, eight or nine year career at Fremantle, and he's. Yeah, he's got the best out of his body and he's been, you know, as a, as a clubman that you'd always want around your footy club and uh, for him to get a career like he has, it's been fantastic. But, um, yeah, we obviously unfortunate for Cam, but we um, we wish him well and hopefully hopefully he can come yeah, come back to the Eagles. I mean, he's, as you mentioned, he's uh, best mate with uh, Angus Paul and Jake Bomberto, they're all Kadena all boys. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, it'd be um, it'd be great for our football club to have uh, someone of Cam- Cameron's calibre come back. And it's good to see uh, more and more of those uh, Sanford guys who do get drafted come back to their Sanford club and give back to um, where they uh, initially started, as did happen with Paul Stewart, of course, and um, another couple that are in that similar category, Jimmy Tumpus with Port Adelaide delisted there, and also uh, Malcolm Carpenter would be West. Um, sorry, I should say might hope, head, uh, head to Woodville West Torrens, but uh, West Coast Eagles, I should say, uh, delisted today as well, Pally. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's great for our footy club, and I think it's great for all the Sanford footy clubs, that, that the recognition that those guys, that once they go to the AFL system, that, that the love that they still have for their football club and the, the desire to return and um, hopefully give something back that our football clubs and uh, the other football clubs were able to give. But, um, yeah, look, again, a, a disappointment for uh, Mal Carpenter and, you know, it's probably he would have liked a longer career, but, um, you know, our football club's going to be there for him. Uh, we'll try and get in contact with Malcolm over the... The coming days, we'll obviously let him get over the, the disappointment of it all and um, he'll probably need to reassess what he wants to do and we hope that he gets another opportunity. He's still, he's still very young in football terms, so he's still got a lot to offer any AFL club. But, um, yeah, if that doesn't arise, we'll, we'll definitely be waiting, waiting for him along with Jimmy Tumpus as well, I think. Jimmy's publicly stated that if he doesn't get the opportunities, yeah, he's likely to come back to the Eagles. And um, in all conversations we've had with him so far, that's that's hopefully how it's looking. And but yeah, the, the opportunity for an AFL uh, lifeline would be yeah, it would be nothing better for Jimmy. Touched on Paul Stewart uh, departing and retiring. Obviously, a fantastic servant of both uh, the Eagles and Port Adelaide Footy Club, and he's headed back to. Port, uh, with a great off-field role and opportunity, but uh, obviously himself and Ruckman Mark Ballholm um, have retired. Anyone else at this stage, Powley, that have sort of indicated they might not go on next year? No, we've been pretty lucky so far. They're all, from all conversations we've had, most of the boys are continuing on, and it's uh, yeah, it's which is great. Uh, we're, we're a bit worried, but at the end of the year, the way it finished, that a few of the boys might have turned away. But I think it may have just made them mm. a little bit, a little bit stronger. And uh, yeah, they'll uh, they'll band together as a playing group and sort of just push as hard as they can next year, and hopefully go a little bit better. But um, yeah, to lose the experience of Paul Stewart's obviously going to be, you know. Uh, a massive one, but we feel that with what's there in place at the moment and what's um, what's hopefully going to be brought in, that we'll be able to 
um, you know, cover that. Um, Paul's obviously been fantastic servant for this football club. He's um, obviously had a great AFL career. But, um, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't have been happier with Paul over the last two years. But we also understand that, you know, the next stage of life is coming. He's got a great opportunity at Port Adelaide to further his coaching, coaching ambitions and his, um, his work that he does in welfare and development. Mm-hmm. And likewise with uh, Mark Borheim, he's, um, he's given his all for this football club. He's, his main, he, one of his main goals was to get to a hundred, to be a hundred game league yeah. footballer, and he was able to achieve that. And he's probably always been up against it with his, you know, an undersized ruckman. But yeah. his, his heart and soul has always been put into, put into our footy club, and we can't thank him enough for all his efforts. Well said, Pally. Thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio today, bringing us up to speed with everything in regard to the Woodrow West Times coaching search. We do appreciate your time and wish you all the best over the next few busy days and uh, look forward to catching up with the new uh, Woodrow West Times coach early into next week. Oh, beautiful, Zach, and thanks for having me.